What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So this morning, I was looking on the internet for some articles I used for the podcast back in December 2020 and January 2021. They have all been wiped from the internet. They're gone. Now, back in December and January, I was talking about how the vaccinations don't have the efficacy rate they were claiming and how a virologist with decades of experience was talking about how structurally the virus, COVID virus specifically, has very similar characteristics to the AIDS virus. And now it's actually being talked about in the mainstream media that certain groups of people that get the jab now have AIDS. Yes, acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. So yeah, I just wanted to do a little comparison to what these new studies are saying compared to the old ones that were coming out in January 2021, but that is now impossible. They are gone, wiped from the internet. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about how the vaccination, quote-unquote vaccination, is causing people to get AIDS. So what I'm about to talk about is based upon five previous months of UK government data for the COVID-19 booster. So this stuff is not even in crazy tinfoil hat conspiracy theory land. This is using the government's own data to break down what is happening to people's bodies. And I'm getting this information from a media source called Daily Expose UK, who coincidentally has been defunded by PayPal, which basically has caused 75% of their funding to be cut off. Now, does anybody else think that's a little bit strange or just fucking par for the course at this point in the pandemic? Doctors are being canceled, media outlets are being canceled, individual people are being canceled. They're working overtime to stop this information from getting out to the public. But they cannot silence the truth. Every single day, I have people coming at me crazy, telling me that I need to stop what I'm doing. I need to shut up, that I'm a trash human being. Every day this happens. Some days it sucks, and I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? I'm just trying to let people know what's going on. But You just kind of have to like sit back and understand that a lot of these crazy people on that side, they're shills. They're being paid to support a certain narrative. And the others are just so brainwashed because since they were children, they were taught to respect and trust authority, including doctors. And Fauci is a doctor in a position of authority. So they see this guy on the mainstream media and they think he knows what's up. He's trying to help us. But if they looked a little bit deeper, they would see Fauci's 40-year record of killing people in the name of big pharma profits. So it's like you have this struggle of, you know, these people are fucking ignorant. But are they ignorant by choice? Are they ignorant by design? Because anybody can do the research and look in deeper to what these people are talking about, but they choose not to. Now, I don't know if it's because they don't care or they don't want to know the truth, but it gets 
frustrating dealing with these people on a daily. You just have to look past that and keep going. If I would have quit the minute I started getting flack, we would not have had a Vanished in the Valley past episode fucking five because it's happened to me from the start. So a word to the little bitches. You're not going to silence me. I'm speaking the truth. Bring it the fuck on. So like I was saying earlier, if you go back to maybe December, January of uh, 2020, 2021, you'll hear kind of like what I'm talking about now. There were scientists and virologists talking about how the virus looks like an AIDS virus. And at this point, it was still a crazy conspiracy theory that this could have been a lab leak back in the day last year. But now it is the accepted mainstream narrative. But moving on, what I'm about to tell you is what was found in UK government data regarding the booster shots. So get ready for this shit. It's fucking terrifying. So what I'm about to tell you is five is the results of five months worth of official UK government data, which was published by the UK Health Security Agency, shows that the COVID-19 booster dose would provide very short-lived temporary boost to the immune system of the vaccinated population before decimating their immune systems much more rapidly than already had been seen in people who had received two doses of the COVID-19 vaccination. So all of this data is strongly suggesting that the COVID-19 vaccinated population are developing some new form of COVID-19 vaccine-induced acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. So each week, the UK Health Security Agency, which I'll just say UKHSA in the future when referring to them, they publish a weekly vaccine report. And with each report, it contains four weeks worth of data on the COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and death by vaccination status. The investigation analyzed five of the published vaccine surveillance reports containing data from August 16th, 2021 to January 2nd, 2022. So this is like the most up-to-date information is from back to just a couple of weeks ago. And they had to do that in order to get a clear picture on the effect of the COVID-19 vaccines and what they're doing to the immune systems of the unvaccinated population. So back in the day, Pfizer was claiming that the COVID-19 mRNA injection had an effectiveness of 95%, which was bullshit. We knew that was a lie back in December 2020. They were able to claim this because of a simple calculation performed on the numbers of infections confirmed amongst the vaccinated group and the not vaccinated group during the earliest stages of ongoing clinical trials. But... Thanks to the wealth of data published by the UK Health Security Agency, they're able to use the same calculation that was used to get this 95% effectiveness number from Pfizer to calculate the real-world effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccinations. And while doing this, this is how we're seeing this vaccine-induced immune problem that's going on. So the real-world effectiveness varies on what age group you're in. So, for example, the COVID-19 vaccines combined was as low as minus 47% in the 60 to 69 age group, 
and as high as 66% in the under 18 age group. And that's between August 16th and September 12th, 2021. The only other age group that the vaccine was showing to have a positive effect at this point were the 18 to 29, 30 to 39, and 80 plus. But none of the age groups were showing a vaccine effectiveness anywhere at 95%. So moving ahead to September 13th through October 10th, the real world vaccine effectiveness during this period was as follows. The effectiveness in real world situation of all available COVID-19 vaccines combined was as low as minus 109% in the 40 to 49 age group. And it was as high as 89% in the under 18 age group. And like I said, that was September 13th through October 10th. So this negative 109% effectiveness is super fucking concerning. It's basically suggesting that not only were the vaccines failing, but they are completely decimating the immune system of the recipients. Now get ready for this. It gets even worse. This is for the period between October 11th to November 7th. And like I keep saying, this is real world data. The effectiveness of all available COVID-19 vaccines combined was as low as minus 126% in the 40 to 49 age group and as high as 78% in the under 18 age group. So here we are, we're passing the 100% barrier again. And what is extremely concerning is the over 80 group. It climbed from minus 22 to minus 9%. And this coincides with the booster jab rollout to that age group, suggesting the vaccines do in fact boost the immune system, but it's worth noting that there is a still negative effectiveness in the age group and still lower than the minus three effectiveness seen between week 33 and week 36. So I'm going to skip a couple of the week reports because it's just kind of going in the same direction down. So now we're going to go up to December 6th through January 2nd. The 40 to 49 year old group dropped to negative 151% and the vaccine effectiveness also tumbled in the 30 to 39 year old group to minus 123%. This is all coinciding with the booster jab. So let me kind of break down what the positive slash negative vaccine effectiveness actually means. So a vaccine effectiveness of 50% would mean that the fully vaccinated were 50% more protected against COVID-19 than the unvaccinated. In other words, a fully vaccinated have an immune system that's 50% better at attacking COVID-19. Now, having an effectiveness of 0% would mean the vaccinated are 0% more protected against COVID-19. Now, moving to the negatives. With the vaccine effectiveness of negative 50%, that would mean the unvaccinated were 50% more protected against COVID-19 than the fully vaccinated. Completely ass backwards. These boosters are just decimating the immune system and making the vaccinated and boosted that much more likely to get COVID-19. Which then leads me to my next point. The real world effectiveness of the COVID-19 injection wanes. It goes down significantly in a short amount of time. But that's not even the fucking scary part, you guys. The vaccinated population's immune system 
does not return to the same state it was at prior to the vaccination. The immune system performance begins to rapidly decline, making it inferior to the unvaccinated. And this is all supported by UK government data. But you're not going to hear about this on the mainstream media. No one wants to talk about this for some reason. And it's extremely important because a year ago, there was already virologists, doctors hypothesizing about this possibility. And now we have real world data to back it up. So why are we having vaccine mandates? Why are we having vaccine passports? It's never been about our health. It's about control. So on a horrific little side note there, this data is suggesting that the vaccinated population will now require an endless cycle of booster shots to boost their immune systems to a point where it does not fail, but is inferior to that of the unvaccinated population. And so just a little breakdown on AIDS. It stands for Acquired Immunodeficiency Syndrome, and it's basically a loss of the white blood cells, the immune cells, and it leaves the individuals susceptible to other infections and certain types of cancer. So be on the lookout for the rise of cancer. We've already seen an explosion of athletes and actors, Bob Saget, Betty White, who are just suddenly and unexpectedly dropping dead from cardiac arrest or stroke. And nobody in the mainstream media is talking about it and putting these two facts together. Fauci is doubling down on his lunacy, but he has a stake in it. He gets money from Moderna. I mean, technically, he gets money from all big pharma. But he invested billions of our tax dollars in Moderna, who, by the way, somehow miraculously was able to develop a vaccine for COVID in 48 hours. That's absolutely unheard of. It's just, it, it really leads people to think, me included, that maybe Moderna, who was getting funded from DARPA, had a hand in creating COVID-19, possibly as a bioweapon, possibly just as research. But there is just no way in any reality that vaccine can safely be made in 48 hours. Now, during the joke-ass trials they did on the Pfizer shot, they did not test it on pregnant women. They did not test it on children. They specifically excluded those two groups of people in their trials. Now, we are mandating people get this vaccine, children as young as five years old, and pregnant women with absolutely no data on any effect, long-term or short-term. But now they're going to make children, literal kids, get vaccinated to attend school? It just makes absolutely no sense, and everybody has to try to stop this madness. So there are a few things you can do to try to stop these insane psychopaths from taking over our lives. January 15th is a protest called Reclaim the Line, in every city, every state, we need everyone to show up to tell these lunatics they don't get to inject us with their experiment. And we have another one. 
on January 23rd. That is like the huge one that you keep seeing, hearing people talking about. It's supposed to be in Washington, D.C., but I'm sure there'll be other side protests going on in other large cities. I plan on attending the protests in Sacramento because that is the capital of California. But I mean, I don't know. Protests can only do so much. It seems like these psychopaths only understand money. So what I've started doing is refusing to shop at any company who is enforcing the mandates on their employees. It's absolute insanity to coerce someone into a medical experiment. And if you refuse to shop at a company that's doing this, maybe they'll understand that it's not okay. Because these lunatics, all they care about is money, the bottom line, and profits. Now, I know the whole AIDS thing I just did was a lot of numbers and numbers are boring and all that, but it's very important information. And it's extremely important that the public understands that these booster shots are going to lead them to sickness. It's not going to protect them from COVID. The president of Pfizer has already come out and said that the jabs don't have any protection, basically next to no protection for coronavirus and the Omicron strain. But let's force everyone to do this. I just don't understand why everyone isn't against this insanity. So now, moving on to penis shrinking news, doctors have confirmed that contracting COVID can cause your penis to shrink permanently. One victim explained that his manhood is now 1.5 inches shorter after testing positive. Huh. In an attempt to correct erectile dysfunction problems after catching COVID, at least two men have undergone surgery for implants. Get the fuck out of here. Implants? Wow. So the man who's in his 30s says, in July of last year, I contracted COVID and was very sick. When I got out of the hospital, I had some erectile dysfunction issues. Those gradually got better with some medical attention, but I seem to be left with a lasting problem. My penis has shrunk. He added, now that I've lost about an inch and a half and become decidedly less than average, it's apparently due to the vascular damage and my doctors seem to think it's likely permanent. I, I don't even know where to go with that, so let's just move on here. So, Ashley Winter, who is a urologist, is saying that it is true that having erectile dysfunction leads to shortening. You have this period of time where the penis is not stretching itself out, where it's not, you know, getting full of all this blood. And that can lead to a scarring of the penis and shortening of the penis. Dr. Winter went on to say proper blood flow to the penis can be disrupted by the virus, which in turn can cause erectile dysfunction. Now, coincidentally, I have seen several people on Reddit come to the conspiracy forum because they feel like they can't go anywhere else because they'll just be shut down, blocked, canceled, banned, ridiculed. And they're saying this happened after getting the COVID vaccination. Well, that's probably because the COVID vaccination uses the exact same spike protein that is found in the coronavirus that causes COVID-19. Now, It doesn't seem to be like a highly occurring situation, but it's happened to enough people with the vaccine. And now I'm seeing two reported with COVID that it's an issue. So just keep in mind, there's always those penile implants. So now I just kind of wanted to throw this out there because the mainstream media keeps screaming about how all the ICUs are full. Well, they are not full and they have not been for the last 13 months. 
According to John Hopkins University and their Coronavirus Resource Center. So starting December 27th, 2021 through January 2nd, ICU beds occupied were at 77%. They had a total ICU beds of 80,341. So that leaves 18,321 unoccupied beds. It's just more fear porn. These numbers, anybody can go onto John Hopkins University website and find this information. And like I've said almost every single episode, if you want a link to any of the stuff I talk about, the studies or articles or even webbed archive articles, hit me up at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com. You can try Reddit at Athena7979 or maybe even Instagram at Vanished in the Valley Athena. I literally save all the information I talk about. The only way I wouldn't be able to get you a study or something is if it gets wiped from the web and it wasn't backed up in the web archive, which like I was saying earlier, I discovered happened with those studies from back in December 2020, showing that researchers thought this was an engineered virus and it was engineered to be similar to the AIDS virus. Those are all gone, just wiped from the internet. So last week I was talking about the American, Canadian, and UK governments playing PSYOP wars against their own people. Well, it looks like Sweden decided to join the whole little game here. I just found this today. It is Sweden's Ministry of Defense. Check this out. They say their mission. The agency's main goal is the coordination and development of agencies and other actors' activities within Sweden's psychological defense. We offer support to agencies, municipalities, regions, companies, and organizations, and contribute to strengthening resilience within our population. They go on to the next part, which is labeled psychological defense. The purpose of psychological defense is to safeguard our open and democratic society, the free formation of opinion, and Sweden's freedom of independence. Psychological defense must be able to identify, analyze, meet, and prevent undue information influence and other misleading information that is directed at Sweden or Swedish interests, both nationally and internationally. It can be disinformation, aimed at weakening the country's resilience and the population's will to defend itself, or unduly influencing people's perceptions, behavior, and decision-making. It goes on and on, but basically it's just more psyops being deployed against people. And I'm sure there are other countries doing the same thing. They just haven't come out or been caught at this point. But as they get caught or, you know, whatever, admit it, I will definitely update you on the countries that are joining the list of the PSYOP war. So in more dystopian headlines, the German police have used COVID tracking data to hunt down witnesses to a man's death by tracking a restaurant customer's movement through vaccine passports. Oh, wow. It's just like every single day, the stuff we were warning about a year ago and two years ago is happening. Sweden has developed the microchip so they can track vaccine passports like that. And people are just like lining up for this shit, not even worried about it. They're like, okay, I'm just going to trust my government. They've got my well-being in mind. Wake the fuck up. No, they don't. And in the latest Let's Go Brandon news, he made a special appeal to social media today. 
He said, I make a special appeal to the social media companies and media outlets. Please deal with misinformation and disinformation that's on your shows. It has to stop. So basically what he's saying is just uh, print our side of the narrative and silence any dissenters. The president of the United States is calling for censorship and the destruction of the First Amendment. And now we have hundreds of supposed doctors signing an open letter asking Spotify to address the, quote, mass misinformation events. And they take aim specifically at Joe Rogan's show. It's like, was he not in there on those shows with two doctors and like the literal inventor of the mRNA technology and Dr. Peter McCullough, who has been on the front lines treating COVID and saving lives when all of the other doctors were towing lines? I mean, in the way that so many doctors and nurses have towed this vaccination line, it really makes me question if I ever want to work in the healthcare field again. Because those people of everybody in our society should know how dangerous these shots are and how they're ineffective. They're not saving lives. They're actually at a negative efficacy at this point. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard the Supreme Court has blocked the mandates for the employers with more than 100 people, but have ruled that healthcare facilities, accepting Medi-Cal, Medicare, all that federal aid, they can force the mandates on people. So... I'm still out of a job. But like I just said, I don't even think I want to be around these people that are totally okay with medical segregation at alienating a whole group of people based upon an experiment run by organized criminals. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just at the point where I kind of want to form my own community with people that actually have a brain and can do their own research and that don't just toe the line because it's the cool thing to do or they don't want to stand out. Like, you know, those scientists that didn't want to rock the boat that had suspicions that this whole thing came from the laboratory in the first place, didn't want to rock the boat, didn't want to cause controversy with the truth. So, yeah, that's kind of where we stand with the whole Biden mandate bullshit. More and more cities are now saying you got to have the vax pass to basically participate in life. I know Oakland is trying to implement it. So I'm leaving. I'm moving from the Bay Area in about a month. So bye bye, bitches. Sticks, here I come. And I think I said this like the last episode I don't want to talk about coronavirus all the time. It's just that every single day, some new information comes to light that has proved what we've been saying all along. It wasn't a conspiracy theory. It was conspiracy fact. The AIDS thing just happens to be the most recent. So trust me, I would love to be talking about fucking Bigfoot and the JFK assassination and aliens, shit like that. But the COVID coronavirus, lie, conspiracy, however you want to put it, seems to be the largest conspiracy of most of our lifetime. And every week we get new information that shows we were right all along. We've been called nut jobs. We've been called crazy. We've been called tin foil hat wearers. We've just been kind of like derided in the media. And that kind of has had this like trickle down effect to People in your lives, like your family and your friends, just thinking you're crazy, going along with whatever Anderson Cooper says, because, you know, he's on CNN, so that must mean he's telling the truth. 
But like I keep saying, if these people would bother to look into what the mainstream media is saying, if they just dug a little bit further than the surface, they would see what these people are saying, A, doesn't make sense, and a lot of the time is complete and outright lies. I don't know what it's going to take for the rest of the population. Take the blinders off. Stop fucking just staring off into the clouds and whistling some happy little tune. Because shit is getting bad for people. People have lost their jobs. They cannot collect unemployment. And now they're talking about possibly canceling health insurance for anybody who won't get the jab. I'm just like, are they paid off too? The politicians backing this? And this is mostly coming from the left. You know, that party that wanted to get universal health care for everyone because nobody should go without health care unless you're unvaccinated. Then you're less than a human. You should be taken off to the camps and segregated from the rest of society. And don't think that can't happen. The camps have already been built. They have hired National Guardsmen to protect these camps, quote unquote, protect these camps in Washington state. They've now okayed strike teams to go round up the unvaccinated and they can be quarantined in these camps. Supposedly, it can only be to up to 30 days with the judge's approval, but who knows? We'll see what happens with that. Washington, I feel you guys. That that shit's all bad and I'm pretty sure it's going to spread to California than the rest of the country. A lot of people in the South think it can't come there because they feel like freedom means more or something. But freedom means a lot to people here, and the shit is going down crazy style. So you never know. One day these motherfuckers just show up in your backyard, and the next day you're in a quarantine camp. So I just have this little message for anybody listening. I really hope you guys get out there on January 15th and January 23rd to protest our rights being taken away to protest them forcing a medical experiment on the population, which goes against medical ethics, it goes against laws, it goes against the Nuremberg Code. And I'm telling you, if you guys don't stand up for this shit now, it's going to get a whole lot worse. So that's about it. I want to thank all of our downloaders. And let me just say this, Oklahoma, what's up? You guys blew California out of the first place spot and you've held it for like a week. That's never in the history of Vanish in the Valley ever happened. So that's what's up. Thank you guys. Thanks for tuning in, listening and all the new countries. Send me a line at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com. If you want any of the documents I talk about, I have all these studies and articles and I save them all. So if I have them and they haven't been wiped from the internet, I will happily send them to you. I also have the at-home COVID treatment guide edited by Dr. Peter McCullough in PDF format. So if you want a copy of that, just send me an email and I will happily get it over to you. So like I always tell you guys, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.